Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the award-winning Amazing Race Podcast. Here, you're here for the second episode of this amazing series, pun and not intended, amazing series of our Amazing Race coverage, as we are into the first two, as we just learned two episodes of the Amazing Race Season 33. And this was jam-packed, not only the show, but our recording studio here is jam-packed even though we're in four different countries no three different countries <laughs> um, but we're here to talk about amazing race 33 episodes one and two all about london and we're not here to play games we're not here to surprise christy with any new things we're here to just talk about the amazing <laughs> race speaking of which Kristen is here Kristen, welcome back for your second appearance i i can't believe you asked me to come back for a second episode <laughs> listen if we learned anything last week, uh, you're the one who comes in with full research, and I come in with I, literally. I have facts for this episode. I did so much research; you wouldn't believe how much time I put into researching this season. You're dedicated to these awards. I, I give you that. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by our surprise guest, who is um, hopefully not chewing at this current moment. I can't tell, but Colin's here. I am here, and I watched this. <laughs> Good. And you're going to listen to the whole podcast after? I, I, I plan to, yeah. <laughs> okay. And he is not here, so he's not going to get the award because uh, he missed out on the amazing podcast last week. But he listened. Jared's here. Jared, welcome. Thank you. It's it's great to be here with a, with a full house. Jared, why know, don't you I... tell us your favorite part from last week's episode? <laughs> uh, I liked when we ran through our uh, predictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> laughed about how off they were going to be. <laughs> Hall of Fame moments. <laughs> I feel like that did happen. <laughs> I mean, you probably could have said any vague statement and it would have been right. <laughs> I like when we talked about all the teams that were going to be on the race. It was really fun. That was also a good bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the part when you previewed the season, that oh, stellar. <laughs> <laughs> we're here back for another award-winning podcast. Let's let's dive into it. Um, let's do general thoughts. Um I thought it was a pretty decent start, minus the everyone's leaving from home. I thought that was annoying, but I'm sure someone liked it here. Probably Colin. Um, Kristen, <laughs> what you thought? General thoughts on the first two episodes? I thought it was fine. There was a lot of like boring things. I literally thought there was something else happening in that task where they had to like go around to the three people. Like I didn't realize that was the end of it. Like there was a lot of going places but not doing things, which was not my favorite. But like it was fine. I'm happy it's back. I'm not mad about it. It was fine. Yeah, one thing I kind of forget about The Amazing Race is how much of the show is people sitting in 
like taxis or they're yeah. driving the cars and it's just like there's nothing like relatively interesting happening they're just like i hope i'm not late to the pit stop <laughs> or it's like oh i hope we made the right decision doing it's like it's no drama it's just like relatively like chill stuff so it's, it'll be a readjustment watching the amazing race uh colin what were your thoughts of the premiere and second episode um i'll echo i mean it was okay um uh, I think one thing it's weird because one thing I did like uh, if you were looking at as a whole as if it were one episode uh, is they gave a lot of profiles on the team scattered throughout, you know, so we actually got proper introductions, got to know the people. But I think as a result of that, you know, the first half, there was very little happening on screen other than, all right, we need to go to this checkpoint and then let's tell our backstory. And uh, one thing that really bothered me, like this is, it, it seems like such a minor thing, but it's basically gotten to the point now where the producers tell them, if you're talking to other teams, make sure to mention that you were, you know, on the train with the terrorists and it, it, make sure to mention that you host a radio show. Like when they're getting to know each other, they're only bringing it's It's awkward. It's like, hi, I stopped a terrorist. My name's whatever. Like <laughs> it's just, it's, it's very clearly coached now what they're allowed to talk about even to other teams. So there, there was some weird stuff in there, but I, I think particularly the second episode second half of the London leg, I actually really enjoyed some parts of that. I mean, I do think that it's like first episode jitters. Um, like these people aren't used to cameras following, except for maybe the the movie stars. Like these people aren't probably used to cameras. Like I feel like sometimes even survivors are like, oh wait, there's a camera there. I'm like trying to do this thing. It's just like the thing of it. And obviously introducing yourself is probably gonna be awkward. Yeah, I felt the same. I was like, are there, like, how do you just bring up casually that you were arrested? On false charges or something casually you can't so uh jared what were your thoughts and general thoughts of the team since you didn't get to talk about any of them yeah i think i felt similar to everybody else in that it was just a lot of a lot of point a to point b like fetch this find that um which was frustrating it didn't feel like there were enough like enough variation in the task but i do wonder if like maybe my opinion is just colored by the fact that we haven't had the race for so long that my expectations were probably a bit high going in um as for the teams i feel like it's too early to tell uh, i don't have any like standout people at the moment i don't know if that's just because it's been one two episodes or if i don't know it's 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 just hard to judge i mean to be fair we were given next to nothing going into this season um Kristen, did you check if the CBS website was updated yet? I, I didn't. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, Someone check. Uh, I'm not going to check, but someone will check. Um, but yeah, it's hard necessarily. I think that obviously the only thing we really had going on was the very little information preseason that we had, which was like one or two articles that were falsely like accurate. Um, and mostly I was like ready to see these teams like give their little bio and the like confessionals and be like oh this is who i am this is what happened to me um but apparently there's more Kristen. i figured this is the time to let everyone Kristen, fill us in what's this more drama and backstory that we didn't get to hear are we talking about ryan well you whatever it was whoever well so let's let's just take my last week of research involved so literally like a half hour before i got on the call today i just finished watching the 1517 to paris which is the movie about the thing with spencer and uh the other guy i just watched this movie anthony and spencer um it was not a good movie no one was a good actor but 
it was like okay so it was basically just building up their lives it talked about how they like got into the military how they met like all these things that happened before um and then there was like the big scene of like the actual recreation which must have been so weird by the way of these two or the three guys having to like recreate the attack on them like there was a guy that mm-hmm. was shot a lot of the details of this i don't think that were like mentioned anywhere like there was a guy who was shot on this train and um spencer like stuck his fingers into the bullet wound in his neck because he was bleeding out of like a major artery and like held it there until they got to the next station and the medics were able to take it over and like that guy lived um and that was because of him and there was another thing that um there was the guy with like the, I don't know, some big gun. I don't know anything about guns, but um, the bad guy like had the gun and he ran at him, not knowing that the gun was like, not like it was jammed or something. So he could have very easily just been shot dead right in that moment. And he still was trying to tackle him. So he was like the other two guys mostly helped afterwards. It was really Spencer who was like the main guy in taking him down and, like, again, this was all a recreation, but it was still, like, cool to see, like, the details because I'm sure they, like, told everyone exactly what happened so they were able to recreate it, um, like, accurately. Um, it was cool. Like, I wouldn't highly recommend the movie, but just, like, that scene was interesting to watch, like, what happened to them. Um, and then the other wild thing, I didn't even look that deeply. I don't know if any of you have researched Ryan's story, but I told my coworkers about watching The Amazing Race and I mentioned something about him and they all started researching the whole story. And there were, it was like him and a friend were partying that night and like nobody talked to them. They were not involved at all. And it was two years later that they never found who did it. That the friend was like, he had been on cocaine and alcohol and he was like, I'm having dreams about this event. I think maybe I was involved. Like he basically imagined that he was part of this. And then that implicated Ryan. Like he thought everything was fine because it was like two years later. And then Ryan got called in. And then the other guy took a plea deal of like 25 years in prison to implicate Ryan for the murder. Which is so fucking wild. Like, there was no reason that any of them should have been involved. This guy was just, like, having dreams that maybe he thought he was involved. And then, like, I don't know, our whole legal system is fucked up. But, like, I've never heard, like, I've never heard anything like this. And it was so wild to me that, like, he literally, like, the friends. Oh, and by the way, the friend is still in jail. And Ryan is trying to help get him out. Like, this is a good guy. (laughs) I, I just love the idea that if we all have the same dream that Rossi is like, I don't know, the Zodiac <laughs> killer, we could put him behind bars. Literally, like he <laughs> took that plea deal to get him like actually to take the fall for the entire murder when neither of them were there. Like, it's so crazy. The only thing that I can necessarily contribute is I was thinking about the Anthony and Spencer team. Uh how awkward it is for the other guy who's just not <laughs> on the race. Like, I was there too. It's just like, no, no, no. It's just the two of us. And like, all the photos only include them. Like, I don't know if, how much the other people, I know there was more than just the two guys that was involved. But just the thought of it, it was just the two of them, despite that there are other people there, just feels a little awkward. Yeah. 
But again, like I said, to be fair, Spencer was like that main guy who really like took stuff down and like really like I mean, obviously everybody was a part of it, but I was it was kind of impressive just to see like what he was able to do. Well, thank you, Kristen, for your tireless <laughs> dedication and research. You even got like assistance to help you research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we have any more uh questions about the season or any of the teams we'll look to you for a future okay, I'll, I'll ask my coworkers to research it yeah get get your team on it and uh <laughs> report back <laughs> see this is the hard-hitting uh podcasting that we're here to strive for we're uh, a true crime podcast now <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> I know. anybody watch that um that what is that steve martin martin short the only murders in the building uh yes yep. oh yeah we could totally start that now yeah, Kristen will be the the ringleader, and we'll all look to her for guidance. <laughs> we'll take care of the production side. <laughs> yeah, we've got it sorted. We've got two podcasts in one. It's it's brilliant. Uh, but now that we're, we've covered all the trauma <laughs> of the, the contestants, um, why don't we get into the fun stuff? Um, the Amazing Race. Colin, you talked about how they were starting at home, and I was like, I'm not that excited to see this. Um, Obviously, Phil comes on with our like classic message of we had to like uh, like update everyone like this is what happened and that was fair. But then everyone's at home and it, it felt just so weird. Like it was kind of cute to see their families and stuff and see who was there and excited. Like Shari and Akbar had like an army with them, uh, so it was sort of cute. But I mean, it was it was a little weird. And then I thought it was even weirder when like oh hey, there's another team at the airport we could know. And it's like, it was just like a weird, awkward meet and greet that I didn't expect. And it was like, oh, tell me all about you. And then we're like, oh, well, my life hasn't been easy. I was arrested. It was just like, it was just so weird to start. Um, and we no- sort of didn't get an equalizer when we got there. Teams just seemed to get there when they got there. I'm not sure if that was like something that was addressed or they all left the airport at the same time. But like, it, it was just a weird, it was a weird start. I mean, I can't say it was not unique but it was just a weird start i don't know if kristen you had any thoughts on this start or enjoyed any of the families no i mean like we talked about how it was kind of like big brother-esque like old big brother i don't know if they still do that stuff but like where they'd be like oh look i found a key in my martini glass and like it's <laughs> like it's not like i don't know there's literally no point to it the whole thing didn't really make that much sense like of course they knew they were leaving they were like watching the video like oh my god are we gonna leave now it's like there's a camera crew and your whole family is here like oh, yeah we know you're leaving and they like, were suddenly just packing their bags all in the same day <laughs> like and they all like ran out the door like it was so dramatic unnecessarily like just you know just meet phil at the starting line like i don't know it was kind of dumb but it was fine like i i honestly can't really complain that much about it like they were trying something new yeah we can't fault the newness uh colin you talked you hyped this up a lot were you excited did it live up well i mean i if, if, if you actually look back i i hyped up hey this is interesting is different but the problem with it is that there's no way you could ever actually pull this off and have it be fair so you knew that at some point they were all going to have to technically start at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of have a theory after watching this that maybe they had a different opening and then they decided after the fact, oh, let's go back and shoot these segments and pretend like, because it doesn't <laughs> amount to anything. Like, you, yes, you have teams that all sort of meet up at the, the airport they're at, which I thought, okay, this might be interesting. Maybe some teams can get to know each other because they're all on the connecting flights to Chicago and these ones are all the connecting flights in Minneapolis. Uh, but it, it 
just sort of shows teams talking to each other and you don't get any geography as who's here and who's where. And then the next thing you know, they're all, you know, starting in London. So it, it almost to me feels like this was shot after the fact because maybe they they wanted to, you know, I don't know, do something different or not play up on this giant crowd surrounding people, uh, even though there's the disclaimer, you know, this is before COVID and all that. It, in no way did it work at all. I would love to see them try something like this, though, where maybe you do have it where all the flights eventually have to arrive at the first challenge, or it doesn't matter what time you arrive in London, you know, it, it, everybody's going to have to wait until morning, but give that opportunity where certain teams are going to be on their own, and maybe you meet up with two teams, but you won't know everybody else until you get there. But the way that they handled it here, it didn't work at all. You know what? I agree that it wasn't great. Um, but now I'm upset that they used to do this uh, key in the martini glass on Big Brother. And I I wish that they had hammed this up more. Like, the clue should have been, like, hidden in something stupid, like, ridiculous in the house. Like, I don't know, somebody pulls a book off the shelf and opens it to read it and then a clue falls out. <laughs> That's literally um, what they did with the keys. Like, it was always, like, something related to, like, the person or their job. And it would just, like, the key would fall out. See, this should have been it, and they could have got the backstory <laughs> out of the way quicker. It would have been so much better. So I'm hoping next time they do that. I just miss – I feel like this start, there's not the excitement level that you get when everyone's there and they, like, run to their bags and you get Phil's spiel. Um, so to me, it was a letdown, but I think if we go back to this, ham it up more. <laughs> I mean, we're not necessarily sure how they're going to start again, like – when they mm -hmm. return after episode or like three, like maybe they'll do that. Then. I'm not sure. Like, so maybe they like played off this as like, Ooh, edgy, cool start. And maybe we'll get something later. Um, I doubt it, but I'm like, maybe we'll get something more cool then or more like epic then. But uh, yeah, I feel like like Kristen said, it's like, whatever we're, we're done. We'll pass it. It's, it was unique, but that's it. Um, yeah. The only thing that was remotely weird was, when Kim and Penn were like doing the theme song at the beginning and they're like, it sounds like oatmeal. <laughs> I have no idea what they were talking about. Does anybody either. else hear oatmeal? No. I didn't hear it. Like I, I was, I was ready. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm going to listen for oatmeal. I was like, where did they get this from? Is this one of those jokes that they planned ahead of time? Because yeah, they played, they played the song like right after that scene. And like, I didn't hear anything. I was like, oatmeal. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird joke, but uh, they said they had, like, pre-planned bits or something like that when they were going on the race, or, like, they'll be ready for cameras. I was like, that maybe one of those that just didn't quite land for us. Um, but they tried it. Um, yeah, the meet and greet's weird. They all get to London. Uh, they all have all the taxis waiting, and it's classic Amazing Race. Everyone's scrambling. Everyone's running. Um this time it wasn't they were getting taxis out the airport and teams were screaming at each other and pushing and shoving but it was the same kind of feel so it 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 got back to where we know it classic amazing race to go uh their first task was going to trafalgar square to find a walking man in a phone booth costume um but only some of them have certain clues uh this really amounted to not much happening except one team connie and sam were so far out of it i don't even know how they got lo that lost but they they somehow wound up like hours an hour or so behind the other teams which i was like devastated because they were one of my favorites going in 
I know, Kristen, you were probably feeling the same thing. Oh, well, I don't know um, when I should drop this. Well, let me preface this. I know that these are real people. I know that we're getting an edited version of them. I hate Sam. (laughs) I hate him. What do you hate about him? Like, literally the first time he spoke, I was like, I hate this man. He's an asshole. I hate the way he talks to her. Like, I hate everything about him. I hate him. (laughs) You were so high going in. I know. I thought they were so cute in the first second he opened his mouth i'm like oh i'm not gonna like this guy does anyone else like him i i mean this is jumping a little bit ahead but i mean i kind of like the way that they play off of each other because the when they're searching for the bobby and he just yelling hey bobby hey bobby like i love the stupidity of that what made it even better is that she keeps saying, no, it says the Bobby. You're not looking for a person named Bobby. He keeps calling, hey, Bobby. But what the, made it the best was that when they eventually found the Bobby, clearly the police officer, and he goes, see, I told you it was a person. And she shrugs like, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she 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 didn't even have the common sense at that point to be like, no, you still don't get it. Like They both were like, oh, yeah, it is a guy named Bobby. Nice to meet you, Bobby. See, I hate that kind of person. The kind of person who like is right no matter what, and they will never change their mind, even if they're even when they are proven wrong, they're still right. Like I hate that kind of guy. Well, you're wrong. Okay, Jared, <laughs> you gotta either break the vote or split or tie it up. What is it? I'm like really indifferent towards everybody. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, they're just indifferent in my book. I did love the Bobby moment. I think <laughs> to this day, they still just think the man was called Bobby. And it was nothing to do with him being a police officer. Yeah, so some of the teams were very out of sorts with the, the British lingo, um, especially like Raquel and Kayla. They were like, what is the Bobby? Who is it? Like, they find out and she's like, I could have kissed that woman for telling us. Like, it just got really weird. And then there was like a clue later in the second episode it was like go see queen victoria not queen victoria queen elizabeth and <laughs> boris johnson and teams like who's that i was gonna ask okay i was gonna ask about that now I'm, it's probably gonna be different depending on what country you're in but when they said boris johnson like i immediately got the if you've ever seen boris johnson before it is hard to get that image out of your mind so is it is it is it a geographic thing like Rossi, Kristen? Do you guys know Boris Johnson in America? I'm mean, assuming Jared, you know him. Yeah. Like I didn't know what a Bobby was, but I know who Boris Johnson is. Like, <laughs> and I thought that guy was actually really good. I thought he looked just like him. Great. <laughs> that was awesome. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a full time job for him as being a Boris yeah, Johnson I mean, I impersonator. To go out on the street and get, <laughs> get harassed. Um, but yeah, no, I think that there were just some dumb teams in there. Like, the one that, I forget what team asked. It was like, who, they didn't know who Boris Johnson was. And they were like asking the cab driver to explain. And he, they said blonde and fat. <laughs> well, there was somebody else too where they were asking on the street, like, who's Boris Johnson? They just look at it like, it's the prime minister. Like, like who are you? <laughs> It doesn't help with that they're like stupid Americans. Yeah. But no, there is so much joy out of those stupid moments. I think that this was just like teams are stupid. Let's enjoy it. Um I'm just like jumping around. But the the point when the I think it was I forgot who was getting at the clue and like Sherry was just there like trying to catch her breath. 
and in the background the teams are getting the clue from the bobby and she's just not paying attention she's just like trying to catch up and they run past the guy it was just like <laughs> moments like that are just that were so joy like they were so great in this episode uh, but yeah so th- i guess uh kristen's joy connie and sam were behind uh, and they had to fight from the back uh, while most of the teams were ahead some teams were very stupid. Lala and Lulu, um, I like blew my mind that teams were not asking for directions, especially when you're in a country where you can speak the same language. It was just insane that so many teams were like lost and where to go or how to go. They could have literally stopped someone at any point and asked, where do we go? They chose not to. Continuing on this, Americans are stupid train. <laughs> and, and they had to go to the the detour, I guess the detour was either choosing to run around the city of London looking for different bends uh, or uh, the artist den, which was collaging paper mache on the wall. Uh, and again, teams were stupid. Some were just like, you just put it up on the wall. I think oh it was God. the eliminated the cops. Team. <laughs> the ones who we <laughs> break, they're going to have the best attention to detail. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> But they just started pasting them up. I think they put one backward, like, or like <laughs> white side up, or like you couldn't even see the picture. Like, it was. I just... can't, I can't believe they got through the entire thing without realizing. Like, they asked for a check after they were done. Like, I don't, I like, I still can't understand how they did that. <laughs> it's, I didn't, they were late too. Like, the thing that blew my mind is they came in late. It's not like they were there first, they came late. I feel like you would have seen a team on the floor, like, assembling it. But they were... Man, people are dumb. <laughs> um, but yeah, and some of the other the teams, like, the only thing for the other challenge really was teams running around. Akbar and Cherry probably toured the entire city of London with how much they ran in every different direction. Um, Kristen was very accurate in stating that 20 years ago, basketball sports. I told you. I told you. <laughs> We're not an accurate judgment of fitness. Um, and she was very right. Speaking of your past experiences, I bet. Um, what, what were the standouts of the, the detour for you, Kristen? Oh, that's such a generic question. Rossi, you have to like team me up with like more specific questions. Kristen, did you think uh, it was funny that Akbar and Sherry ran across the entire city of London? If not, say no. <laughs> You know what I, uh, uh, Akbar is also like, he's not on stand level for me, but that comment about like, who are you running for? Well, you're disappointing them was like, he's getting there. He's like on my last nerve. Um, I'm also going to say that if they make it through next leg, I want them to come back. They did CrossFit. They did marathons. Like, I want them to be in the best shape of their lives when they come back and it to be awesome. That's not relevant to this, but that's what my thought was when they were running around like this. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll have better clue reading skills so they don't have to (laughs) run around the hole. Oh, wait, my other thing, the the Digi-Ben thing. Every single time somebody said Diggy Ben, I like twitched. Like, how, how are they reading this as Diggy? Like, I, I, like these, I hate all of these people. I don't, but like, I, I don't understand. Like, are they just all like so anxious about like their first day being out there because they all just came off as like so dumb in so many ways 
Like they were making so many weird mistakes. And that was just such a like diggy. Come on. <laughs> and it wasn't one team. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll credit fatigue as the one reason other yeah. than them being literally stupid but yeah it was it was like awful. I was don't cringe. think they're I don't think they're dumb like this was just like a weird like there just were so many things over and over we'll get into another one of them later with the train task thing like there were just so many like moments that were like I don't know like there's no obvious like front runner right now because everyone's just making like stupid small mistakes I can ask generic questions to you, Colin, right? <laughs> Go for it. Okay. <laughs> what were your highlights of the detour? Well, first of all, I mean, the, the Akbar and Sherry. Or say whatever Sherry, you want to say. I don't care. Like Akbar <laughs> and Sherry, it, it's weird because I was saying last week, I, I really want these teams that have conflict. Like, I don't want one of these races where everybody just gets along perfectly. Like, those are boring seasons. You want people who are going to lose it a little bit. I mean, that they they cast people for that reason. But there's something so uncomfortable about Akbar and Sherry. And I think it's just because they are completely different personalities. And they both are are just they both rub you the really wrong, really the wrong way. Like as Kristen was saying, you know, he's he in his mind, he thinks that he's being encouraging but it's like no if you listen to yourself it's actually the opposite and then her just screaming at him to shut up the whole time like <laughs> they were really really uncomfortable to watch but i do like you know in the second episode they because i guess they've been together so long that they sort of know these things about each other i mean you know it's the same thing with jamie and i we, we if, if we're bickering we're gonna each be rubbing each other the wrong way and you know it's it's just natural for us the next day it's like oh yeah like it's not a big deal so i'm hopeful that we're gonna get some good drama out of them and maybe it's just sort of uncomfortable because it's the first time we're viewing them reacting this way to each other but like oh neither of them were fun to watch um i really felt that both of these detours were not made for tv like uh running around london just randomly looking for different things does not work uh because it's just looking for people or looking for things there's not Especially really a in the speed. middle of the night like yeah that made yeah. it even worse yeah and like it doesn't tie together as a theme it's like okay our theme is ben so let's just call some guy diggy ben uh, <laughs> stop saying diggy <laughs> diggy ben no uh, <laughs> Uh, I wish um, we named the episodes because it's such a diggy bed. But then, like the I don't know the the painting one, the graffiti wall art thing, it really only worked because of the stupid mistakes. So I mean, I like the stupid mistakes because it provided us something. But if this was just watching people, it's it's basically let's watch glue dry. I mean, that's what the challenge was. There's okay. We got to line this up a little bit differently. You know what we're going to get into in the second episode. This attention to detail kind of you know arts and crafts challenge was definitely much better to watch. But this, if it hadn't been for the cops, then this would have been one of the most boring challenges ever. Yeah, you could have breezed through this. Like I, I felt like there was nothing to it other than their their mess up. Um, Jared, any things you want to talk about? Pretty much. You know what? Not really. I think the moment I enjoyed the most was the when the flight attendants arrived at, I don't know, was it Piccadilly Circus or some station or something or other? I don't know where. Um, but they get out of the cab and then one of them's like, oh, I was here last week. This is so helpful. I'm like, no, it's not. You just got driven there. You didn't navigate there yourself. You didn't do anything. You just got dropped off the entrance. I was here last week. This is so helpful. <laughs> Because yeah, all she doing? does is, we need to go down these stairs. Like, well, there's a sign pointing with an arrow. And then he was right there, like, right in front of it when he went down. 
Yeah, and this came up at the end of the challenge, like when they have to go to like a landmark, not like, oh, I, I was here last week. I heard someone talking about, oh, what a Bobby is or that like <laughs> no like cultural knowledge was absorbed in the last time she was there. Um, yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> They're all they're not they're, these teams are not dumb, but they're so dumb this this two episodes. Like everyone's just an idiot. Um and I feel like it's gonna get better, but this is just like every mistake everyone had was highlighted so well. But like uh, I think that that's what makes this such a better season because they're highlighting mistakes that no matter who the team is, somebody's going to do something stupid. Like I'm glad that they're not just editing it. So one or two, because often you get the amazing race. They're only going to show you the stupid mistakes that whoever goes home makes, you know, or the bottom two teams, but being able to see a lot of these stupid mistakes make, if if we were on the race, if if the four of us were on, me and Jared against Rossi and Kristen, oh god, some variation like of that family edition. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I guarantee we're all gonna do or say something stupid in oh, every single way. Hundred percent. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three out of the four of us would do stupid things, uh, but. <laughs> But the fact that they're showing it, it, it almost, because you've been conditioned watching The Amazing Race to almost think, oh, whoever does the stupid thing is going to be one of the bottom teams, it's more up in the air now. So there was a little bit more suspense seeing as much stupidity as they decided to show. Well, and it's also fun, like, in a way where, you know, you talk about, like, like Survivor, where you say, like, watching, you know, Boston Rob's winning season or, like, I'm. I hope nobody's watching these seasons and getting spoiled. Um, like, or like, Kristen, we talked about this last episode. <laughs> I think or, enough time has passed. <laughs> or like Kim Spradlin or something where it's like they played such a perfect game that it, like people look back on it and think it was boring. But like there's these crazy, there's some seasons where people played like such crazy erratic games where they made all kinds of mistakes but still were able to win. Like those are more fun to watch again. And like, so I think that like that is a helpful thing to make this season more interesting and more entertaining. And out of these, like, first two legs, there was only one team who was, like, good both times. Like, every team has, like, had, like, a bad, or, like, they were bad both, or they, like, had a decent first one, or, like, they, they like, no one was, like, sailing through, and no one was necessarily, like, completely out of it, except for maybe the Twins this episode. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they were, like, it was, like, a very exciting, like, back and forth to see where teams would end up. Um the entire episode, like, first part of the episode, I was like, oh, God, Kristen was right. These twins are going to suck so bad. I told you, Jersey and twins. They were going to be crazy, <laughs> but I like it. I know, but I was like, oh, our predictions are right. They're going to go home first. <laughs> I know. I was so close. <laughs> but, yeah, um, there was no roadblock in this first episode, right? Or, no. Okay. No. They sometimes do that, but I just wasn't sure. Um and yeah, that was pretty much it. They finished the detour, and then they had to go check in at the pit stop. Um, standard fare, everyone kind of checks in. They do this thing now in the Amazing Race where they, I don't like it, where they're like, a team just comes in and they're like, it just says on the bottom what t place they're in. I miss the times where Phil would be like, you're team number three. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the only one, but. Yeah, well, because sometimes you're not paying attention. I mean, if. If you're watching so closely and you've got a notepad there, you could take, okay, this is number two, this is number three. But it is kind of nice to have that moment of suspense, even if you know where they are, to, to kind of gauge the team's reactions. So just seeing it on the bottom, it does spoil it a little bit. There's something else in the second half of this episode that when we get to, I was very annoyed that they completely spoiled the finish of this. Yeah, I, it just, it was kind of lackluster finish for me. Um, we lost Michael and Mo. 
anyone particularly sad. I no. had high expectations. I mean, I don't think my predictions were high for them, but they were one of the teams that I was really excited to see. But I don't think they weren't around long enough for us to get anything fun out of them. Um, and if, if somebody's going to go out this week, I'm, I'm glad it was the guys who don't know how to to put together a puzzle, basically. I mean, they deserve it. They 1,000% <laughs> deserve it. The mm-hmm. second I saw them put the white sheet of paper up against the wall, they were done for me. It's, it's, it's graffiti. It's art. <laughs> that was, they were doing abstracts. <laughs> It was, it was Lala and Lulu. They were saying the same thing of like, which way do we hang it? <laughs> and I was just like, just, just go. <laughs> and one of them said like, oh, it's a flag. And I was just like, oh my God, these teams. <laughs> um, well, let's get to our predictions of Michael and Mo, our very accurate preseason predictions. Um, I'll start with myself. I predicted they would come in sixth place. I was quite a bit off. Uh, Colin, you said they would come in... Um, Seventh? Seventh. I wrote 11th, but they came in seventh. <laughs> um, Jared, you predicted them eighth. Ooh, Kristen, trend. you <laughs> predicted them um, sixth. And your randomly generated predictions <laughs> predicted them in last. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, Jared, you were scooped by a random generator. I know. Oh, gotta do better. Wait, that doesn't really count, though, does it? Oh, well, I'm giving that point to your randomly generated prediction. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not going to give it to It's not going to you. It's no, going I to know. the AI. I know. <laughs> so, like, the, the AI is currently in the lead. I like this twist. It's fascinating. <laughs> well, Jared, you should have known when you listened to the episode last week. Yeah, I didn't say it was unexpected. I just said I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, just check in. Uh-oh. We'll get to our next our next predictions for who's going to go home next after we do the next episode so we don't forget by the time we leave. But we've got one more episode episode slash leg to go, and they're still in London. Um, I did have a one general question. I feel like, Colin, you're the only person who might be able to answer this, but I'm opening it up to everyone. Like, OG race, they used to say, teams must now take a mandatory 24-hour rest period. Mm-hmm. Do they still do that? Uh, they must because the time that they started here. Well, no, you know what? Maybe not. I don't know if they did less than 24 hours because they started the next morning or they yeah. did more than 24. That was just my yeah. yeah, because I was thinking they finished at night, but it's like seven. I think the first team leaves at 746 a.m. But yeah, there was no way it was 746 p.m. So maybe it is shorter. Maybe it was like 12 hours or something. I just thought it was interesting. Like, I didn't know if that was still a rule or like. I mean, we'll see if it's affecting how they progress in the future, if, like, they have to cut it back for, like, staying in accommodations or something. But anyway, sorry, boring question, but I was curious. Uh, teams get started. Some of the teams are like, we're going to fix our mistakes. Akbar and Sherry were the big catch out for me, saying that we're going to fix our mistakes from the last episode. Um, and the other team said boring stuff. <laughs> that's pretty much all of that from the beginning they have to go someplace the mail line or what was it mail, the mail rail room? mail rail it was, it was something stupid the mail room museum I think it was um, and I it's think a this was the real mail rail like this is one of the stations for this I didn't know yeah. this was a thing but it's it's such a cool idea I thought it was a museum I heard someone say museum but maybe that was later but 
I think it was real. Or like it was heavily used and is less used now or something, but I think it was actually like what they used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I highly, I really highly doubt that this was set up by the Amazing Race production crew. <laughs> <laughs> like, they laid tracks and everything. <laughs> but, you know, I could be fooled, but I'm going to hedge that it was a real situation. Um, <laughs> I meant that they really used it, not that it was just a museum. <laughs> okay okay but this challenge which drove me crazy was the roadblock where one person had to like sort through this bin of like packages and mail to find the clue that they needed um i'm just gonna say what this this flashback me kristen won't remember but all-stars the first all-star season where like the teams were rummaging through the mail and they're Robin find... Amber. I watched that. Get out of my face. Okay. I just Whoa. didn't credit. I didn't credit your memory to remember. You just said I would be the one person who doesn't remember this. <laughs> uh, I got your memory's not out. the best, Kristen. Rude, rude. <laughs> but accurate. <laughs> I but, remember this. They were looking for their names, right? I yeah, remember they had, this. their names were on an envelope, and I just thought that this was like the worst version of that challenge. <laughs> um, because it was like literally all you could have done was tip over the bin, and the letter would have fallen out, and it would have been mm-hmm. a five-second challenge versus like that challenge where like teams were there. I think Rob and Amber were there for over hours. Like they were first there. I think. Like, I don't remember exactly, but they, like, left. They were eliminated that leg. Like, mm-hmm. like this was ten times worse than that challenge. And, like, it just upset me so much. Thankfully, teams are complete idiots. <laughs> and, like, drew, draw, draw, drew out the challenge longer than it needed to be. Like, thankfully, you know, teams were like, oh, we're looking for a stamp with a woman on it. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like the one person they were like sorting, they were sorting them by name, like which ones were addressed to which person. Yeah, yeah. I love whether okay, this will be the Mr. Pile, or this is the Mr. Pile. Yeah, and someone's like, I got three Lindsay's. Like, what is that? What is that? (laughs) And it's not like there was a person there like checking them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, where are they gonna say, Oh, I got the Lindsay mail? Like what were they gonna tell that to the producer? It was just so. But this is what we're talking about. If everybody did these challenges right, it would have been the most boring two legs of the Mm -hmm. race. Like Michael and Mo with the, like the painting, the things wrong, like, and then this, like they would have been the most boring tasks they possibly could have given them if the racers didn't do dumb shit. So like, I love this. I love it. Yeah. Thankfully they're idiots because this was (laughs) so much more interesting. Um, it would have. I. I. Re, I'm upset that Sherry caused a little bit of a big scene at the challenge, because those two would have still been there if she didn't <laughs> like say, "Oh, I got it, I got it," and like everyone else stood up at the same time and like, "Oh, we have it too." <laughs> uh, they just like one, really slowly like picked it up and held it up and just stared. Like, is this what we're doing? Is this a thing? <laughs> and and the, like when they asked that other guy, like the I forget which one of Anthony and Spencer they mm. asked, and he was like, "Oh, I have it. It's this." And they're like, he he yeah. didn't say it with confidence. Something's <laughs> wrong. Like, yeah, well, they, they were saying like Anthony, like they they thought that he was trying to throw them off, like he was playing a game with them. But meanwhile, he's holding the clue and walking out of there, and showed like, them it wasn't like a secret. Mm. Yeah, 
Like if he if he had done that, but meanwhile he had a giant box under his arm. He's like, please ignore the box under my arm. You know, it would be completely different. Like this to me, this was one of the greatest challenges in the history of Amazing Race because of the mistake. Uh, but at the same time, I want to give the teams a little bit of credit. I'm going to give them credit, but also not. what I loved was Penn, Penn especially. To me, Penn is the star of this season so far. Like, I loved it in the first episode, his hyper-focus, which is a very real thing. Um, my son has hyper-focus, and like, it can be scary watching somebody just do something like that. But then to see, like, him overthinking in the next one where it's the exact opposite. Yeah. It, it's just brilliant. And then to add to that, um, what... What made this so good is when they left, they were saying, you know what? I honestly thought there had to be more to it than this. And then they're like, but I should have known because this says the amazing race on it. <laughs> but but where I want to defend these teams is that this challenge was too easy. They even yeah. set it up like, but you're going to have to go through a giant pile of mail. There's like 16 items in all these bins. Like it's going to take nobody longer than two minutes. So I completely get why they would go in there. Because I think before they even had the whole thing with Anthony, oh no, he's messing with us. Penn's first words was, it can't be that freaking easy. Like yeah. if I were the Amazing Race, I would probably think there's got to be more to it than this. Now I would also think this says the Amazing Race, nothing else does. <laughs> there's no judges here, but like at least giving the benefit for the doubt like they made way too easy of a challenge what would they have done had nobody gotten tripped up on this cut it out yeah. surely right <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's out of the episode <laughs> i was like oh it's gonna be like extra hard i was like oh there's these boxes and i bet there's like thousands of envelopes in them there's mm -hmm. air in the boxes mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a lot <laughs> when they're punching through the boxes with like their pinky finger <laughs> When one of them had like something, I don't remember what it said, but like one of the boxes had like a stamp on it and none of the other ones did. So like that had to be something special too. Like whoever made this challenge, because it probably took them five minutes to make this challenge and they were like, oh guys, we messed up. Like this was the worst challenge we've ever done. And then watching this back, they must have been like, oh my God, look what we did. We put that stamp on that box. <laughs> It was almost like a placeholder challenge that they were like, we got to finish it, polish this up before the race. And it's like, oh, wait, the race is tomorrow? Like, <laughs> exactly. they like forgot to add to it. The one thing, like, that was like, okay, fair enough. The challenge was too easy. Like, I can get why they were skeptical. But I don't get why if the, that train ride wasn't like an hour long. Like, it probably was like five minutes at max. Mm. Yeah. Why didn't they just jump on with the clue and, and try it out? Like, worst case yeah. scenario, they're behind 10 oh, minutes. Yeah. Like that was just like the there's no way that this is like a thirty minute ride between the the destinations like no but you didn't factor in how long it's going to take you to figure out how to open the door <laughs> <laughs> which also apparently trips people up if that train had driven off with him still in it not being able to get out it would have been just I was waiting for that. <laughs> It was like a producer or camera guy who told him, I think, because he heard somebody say, "Like just push it." <laughs> I was so waiting for that. <laughs> Me too. It's kind of. I, I was it. sure. I was sure he was coming back on that train. I wish he did. I loved that. I <laughs> loved too. This was so simple that one of the flight attendants she got out, found the clue, and hopped back on the same train that had brought her there because that was the station. Yeah. <laughs> she just dumped it out and knew it was in the bottom and just well, ran. You know, awesome. guys, she was there like last week. That's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> She's got all this advantage that we don't know about. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thank God the teams are dumb. This is great. Um, and so they get their clue, and then they have to go to a park. Not that 
not that exciting. Then they get the detour, um, which was the bullseye mate or the decorate. Um, total opposites, like OG classic detours were <laughs> total opposites to challenges. Same thing. Um, the bullseye, you had to get two bullseyes in the same round or whatever with each person. And they got a drink. I don't know what the, the point of getting a beer was for, but they got a drink. And then they had to decorate two cakes of the EU, which had a little bit more drama and excitement because, like, they threw in a few, like, red herring cakes that, like, weren't actually a part of the EU. And so that trip teams up. Um, and obviously that one took way longer. Um, it was interesting to see that, like, one thing I noted earlier on was that the flight attendants and the the, the Paris guys... I'm just going to call them the Paris guys. Uh, like she didn't help him with the mail thing. Cause she like left in five seconds. And I was like, Oh, she could have just said what it was, but she did not And then later on the guys are like, Oh, we're not going to tell them that the EU is not in the, or the Britain's not in the EU. And so I thought that was interesting that they like chose not to do that. So that was a little bit of drama, although they did not play it off on the show at all. Um, not that they brought it up. I just thought that that could have been a drama point that they could have continued on, but whatever um there was a lot less excitement in this challenges these challenges than there was in the last one um some of the teams had cakes run off some of the teams chose the wrong flags um at the end of the day the teams just saw oh these teams are doing those cakes we'll do those cakes um which kind of took out the excitement of trying to figure out which ones were in the eu um and the darts was pretty boring the only thing that i thought was interesting was Kristen's favorite, Sam, asked, do we have to finish the drinks for the challenge? <laughs> and, and, and Connie's like, no. They're just there. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I did too. Um, but other than that, there was not much with these challenges. The, the stellar roadblock eclipsed these two. Were there any other big highlights for you, Kristen, or is that too generic of a question for you? <laughs> Um, just the one thing I was like, I was hoping that they were the judge was going to be like less specific on the cake thing. Like, I kind of wish that they were just like, this is not correct. Like, I hate that it was like, all right, we verify that this one is right and this one's not. And then let's check the quality of this one. Like, I don't know. I thought that like made it too easy. I understand that in the end, they all just copied each other. But like, I kind of wish it was just like, this isn't correct. Go fix it. And you had to like figure out what was wrong. Like that might've added something, but probably not. I don't know. They were, the tasks were boring. Um, but I did, I all, I was also confused. I don't know if it was just the editing, but on the dart thing, like there was always one person who was like not as good at it. And I didn't know why the other person spent so much time doing it. Like, did you have to go back and forth? I, th yeah, I think you, I you, you each got three tries, but you had to hit the bullseye at least once, I think. Because I remember yeah. at one point, Natalie, or Natalia or whatever, yeah. she had hit it once and Arun hadn't got it all. And the next time Arun hit it once and she hadn't got it at all. Like, I think yeah. they both, but yeah, they don't really explain. Plus, darts like, has been done so many times on The Amazing Race. Like, how many how many other things do you do to make it unique? Yeah, I don't, I just wasn't sure if they had to go back and forth because like, um, like, Sam was way better at it than Connie. So for me, it would have almost made more sense for Connie to just throw it over and over until she hit it. And then for Sam to just like get it and be done. Like, I feel like if they didn't have to go back and forth, it was like wasting a lot of time for the person who, because some people got it like over and over. Like there were a few of them that got a lot of bullseyes and 
it didn't matter because their partner was not as good at it. And I don't know, it just felt like it was a waste of time, but maybe they had to go back and forth like that. Yeah, there might be, sometimes these challenges have like weird extra things and like extra clues that we don't get to figure out. Yeah, there's like more of a description. So irrelevant for us. Yeah, there's like a description, I think, of like all the rules to the task in their little clue that like we don't hear the entire thing. So it might have been in there that they had to take turns like that, but. Or, or possibly finish the drink that might have been in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. More team should have had the drink. I don't know why a team, they didn't, but whatever. They should have sure. had to have a drink at the end of each like time that they messed up. So then by the end, <laughs> they would just be wasted. Colin, do you remember? This is this brought me back to that Amazing Race Canada challenge where they had to sample the beer. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, where everybody was completely tanked. I was kind of hoping for that and like trying to turn it into Joe Millionaire. Like they're throwing the darts and they're like, that's not even on the board. How did you miss? Well, that's my third beer. What do you want from me? Like more drinking, please, for this challenge. It would have been it would have made it really funny, but I think it would have been a liability. So well. But the the amazing race has put them through worse, I bet. Yeah. And Jared, were there highlights for you or? Uh, not particularly. I just wish that the cake challenge had been harder, whether it be like what Kristen said, whether it be that um, the judge didn't give so much away or just like pick more difficult European Union countries. The fact that it was France and Germany, like the two biggest, most prominent countries in the EU, just go for like something weird, like, I don't know, like Lithuania or something, make it harder so that the teams have to like go outside and ask around Mm. and then come back in like it just felt too simple the way it was set up yeah I'm like I'm horrible at geography and like I and like flags and all that I would have known those too just from looking at it like it was too easy and it didn't seem like there was like I thought there was like oh they have to have three rows of this with this many like fruits or something like that Mm -hmm. that didn't seem to matter maybe it was just like Maybe they did that and we didn't get, it was like irrelevant for the challenge. We didn't have to see it, but like, it just seemed like Mm. the only thing was, oh, they picked the wrong flags or their cake had a little runoff. Like, (laughs) yeah. Well, one team definitely had like runoff from like the peach or something. And it was really obvious. And the judge was just like, nah, yep. Good enough. (laughs) The the judging is sometimes so inconsistent because I thought in the first one with the art challenge, like I remember noting that like they said, oh, this was like, you have to line this up better. And then one of the teams, like, I think it was the twins, they were just like, this is wrong. And they're like, what? And yeah. they just left. And, like, this was the same thing. I was like, I wish that there was, like, consistency of, like, what was fair. Sometimes I know they give, like, passes if they've been there for hours, but no one was there that long. Um, and this is sort of where we also saw the breakdown of Lala and Lulu a little bit. Like, at a first I was like... A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of it. <laughs> Correct. We're like, one of them had the most throwaway comment, which I thought was like part of their like, oh, they're going home, like package, you know, they get the backstory before they head out. And she's like, oh, I broke up with my ex. And oh. he said I would never be anything. And he was right. It's like, what the hell did this come from? And then the other sister's like, don't focus on that. You're here. Like you're, you obviously have done something. You're, you're incredible. And then they get into a huge fight in the taxi, which was so awkward for the driver trying to drive them. And it was just so weird. Like one's like, I was trying to be a good sister. Sorry, I tried to do that for you. Like it was just so, so weird. 
and it's so uncomfortable a little bit for me. Um, Kristen, as a lover of drama, how did you feel about this whole situation? Honestly, I was really confused. I don't know if I was like looking at my phone or something, but like when they were in the car, just like screaming at each other, I was like, I don't know which one of these is which. I don't know who's the one that just broke up. I don't know who's yelling at who for what. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. So um, I should probably pay better attention. But it was the end of the episode. I was tired. <laughs> hey, we were verging on two hours. Kristen has to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it's not helpful when twins are like arguing and they're like very similar looking. You're like, if you don't pay attention, like you're like, wait, what? Who yeah. said what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking think... lost too. Like mm. at some point I was like, who said what? <laughs> The fact, too, that the twin crying in the cab was not the one who'd broken up with her ex. It was that, the one who, who that's was, why I like, was trying to build up the other one. I was like, this is just confusing. Why is she crying? Yes. <laughs> Don't put yourself down like that. <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, it was all sorts of weird. Uh, I mean, obviously, it was, like, building up the drama that, like, they either could go home or, like, if they stay, like, what will happen to them. But it. It was just so confusing. And, like, one of them, she, the girl who was, like, broke up with the ex was just trying to put out there, like, I'm trying to be honest and genuine with myself. Like, you're building a cake and you think you thought about your ex saying you were worthless. Like, what? That's, <laughs> see, that's another one of those moments where I feel like the producer is saying, make sure to mention that you just broke up with your ex. And they just, it's so awkward when they bring it up. Like, there was nothing like, natural about it. Did you bake it. a cake with someone special before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, it's just like, oh, my God. If only we'd seen the airport meetup scene. Hi, I just broke up with my ex. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, wait, you broke up with your ex, but then why are you crying? Like, <laughs> the other, like, I feel like I we kind of skipped over it. But the other thing that we should talk about is like, I won't talk about it with this Kristen. I'll let the other guys talk about it. But like when Ray and Penn messed up the roadblock and they stayed there for half an hour and like, he was like, Ray got back to the cab and like Caro was like, uh, it's Caro, Caro, you know what? I don't watch Love Island. I do. Continue. Oh, good. Caro. <laughs> what is it? Just yeah, that was right. Continue. Caro. Yes. Caro. Right. Caro. 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 I didn't mean for this to be like five minute intermission. So the girl. <laughs> She's a woman. Sorry. The woman whose name I will not say um, was just talking about the challenge and like he was like getting so upset and he's like, oh, well, the next roadblock you do in two minutes. And it was just like. <laughs> one of the things that I thought about going in, I was like, they're long distance. This is not going to work out no matter how like in love they are. Like, this is not going to work out like for the race, especially when they're on opposite coasts. And I was like, this was like point proven that this like is a struggle. And I feel like it's going to be a continuing struggle for however long they stay in the race. Kristen. Well, it was wild that, uh, I forget what I was going to say. Something was wild. (laughs) (laughs) Caro. <laughs> Something was wild. I don't know. Go to somebody else and then come back to me. 
somebody else say something? I, I don't really have anything else to add on that. I, I like that we're getting the, this new couple who they don't quite know how to communicate with each other yet. You know, so they're again, they're 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 going to say the wrong things. Um, but one thing I just wanted to go back on with the only thing really in the dart challenge that I made a note on was a, a, a rune where I think it was Italia was saying, oh, should we switch roadblocks? He goes, no, we'll give this another 10 or 15 minutes. And he throws the dart and it misses. He goes, maybe five. <laughs> He's <just laughs> slowly coming down each time he misses. Someone else too? I remember what I was going to say. Okay, it, was just, it, was, it was just that like, I thought it was wild that they were like, I've never been in a fight with him. Like she was like, I've never fought with him before. Like I've never seen him upset about anything. Like they've been together for seven months. Like, how have they not, like, I understand they're long distance, but have they not, like, spent any time together? Like, I don't know, it just, like, a, like a regular seven-month relationship, I think, would be different than this. Like, this is, like, this feels way newer and way more, like, volatile because they literally barely know each other. Someone else, number two, do you want to add? <laughs> I was just going to concur, that is wild. It is wild. <laughs> I just love every time on the race you have a team that says... Oh, they're always it's always a dating team that oh we're on this race to test our relationship you just know <laughs> like I need the compilation of all those clips because those teams they never get along there's always drama and arguments and it always ends badly yeah uh we'll see that I feel like this is not a one episode one note story I feel like this is a like continuing thing for sure but anyway uh, and then the teams check in. The check-in was so awkward and weird, too. Like, I the loved pit, it. I thought it was weird. Like, I loved I just it. Thought, it, was, it was different. I like that it was casual. Do you want a cup of tea? But it was weird that teams had to sit down. He didn't even say, no, what, like, he didn't name one team placement in this whole thing. Um, like, it, and then the point where, like, there were multiple teams, it was like, there were three rows back from Phil and the bus. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. Um, the lady just sitting in the back of the bus waiting <laughs> to bring him tea whenever he called her. Like, it was weird. Phil, even, my, what was it? Said, my mom or my dad used to always tell me, <laughs> start off a day with a good cup of tea. It was like a commercial. <laughs> it's like a, in the Truman Show, like almost. like Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and I will say this. I was watching this. Casper was playing in the background the entire episode. Didn't care the entire. I could I kept trying to tell him, this is a race, Casper. You want us to race? No. He sees this. He goes, it's a bus to school. I'm like, well, it's a, it's an upstairs bus. It's different. And then the show ends and he goes, you want the upstairs bus again? I'm like, okay, let's rewatch that. <laughs> and it's like, usually there's always that like pit stop greeter. They, they, they relegate this woman to serving tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the deal? The pit stop greeters are just gone this season or? Yeah. And this is before COVID. So it's like, yeah. why? I do want to say that the ending was, I don't know if this, anybody else caught this, but the ending was completely spoiled for me because you had, I mean, the previous episode, it was actually really good. The race between the two bottom teams, like you didn't know who was going home and you kind of had that this week as well, but then it's completely spoiled when Lulu and Lala had their fight. Um, <laughs> one of them was crying <laughs> and one of them broke up with a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> they cut to a confessional and nobody had checked in yet, but they cut to a confessional where they're saying, oh yeah, you know, we, we, we definitely lost our cool with each other, but we're going to make sure that doesn't happen again. And I'm thinking <laughs> like, well, they're obviously not going home. And, and even if you know, when they come in last place, it's already spoiled. So I don't know why they'd include that in there because it pretty much gave away they're either a not going home or it's a non-elimination. 
They could have just meant never again in their entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never again fight. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I was tuned out at that point. I was like, but yeah, I mean, was it, this was a, like their, what was the situation? Cause they just got the clue. Is this a continue racing or is this a, it's, they have a yeah. speed bump? Yeah. Next? It's continue racing. Okay. Which is why I guess Phil did also didn't give the placings now that I'm thinking about it. Well, because all right, the only thing that I I'm still not finished with uh, season 32, <laughs> as we talked about last time. Um, but in the first leg of that, they were like they got a clue, like to continue racing, and they eliminated the last place team. So I was huh. just like very confused as to like after watching that and then this, where they're like getting a clue, but they I don't know. It just it just seemed weird that it like didn't I, I didn't feel like I got answer one way or the other. You know, it's it's just a new era. Drop the three, <laughs> keep the three, you know? <laughs> Still just three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once they introduce the hourglasses, it's over. But... <laughs> um, yeah, and then the teams all check in. Ryan and Dusty win first place. They win something, I think. I, I didn't pay attention. Did they win something? It was a, tr- it was a trip, because I remember thinking... Oh, they were probably oh, really excited yeah. to use this within a year. I mean, who knows how long it's going to be now. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone else checks in. Um, since there was no eliminated team, we'll look at our predictions for our for the next leg and see what happens. Um, Kristen, are we confirmed that a team will be eliminated next leg? Yeah, there were two teams eliminated before the shutdown. I knew that. Okay. Cool. So our 10th place predictions. My 10th place prediction is Taylor and Isaiah. Um, not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-mm. Colin, your 10th place prediction is Kim and Penn. I could see it happening, but they've been pretty good so far. So it would be a little bit of shock. Uh, Jared, your 10th Wait, place is Kim. Okay. The guy who spent half an hour saying, like, there's got to be more to it than the Amazing Race clue. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'd be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been doing well. They've placed pretty high. Yeah, 50% of the time, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even this league, weren't they not? They were fifth. They were sixth I think, yeah, they were middle-ish, yeah. So, I mean, not last. <laughs> like, they've done well minus one challenge, so. That's I'll be happy like... to be wrong, because Penn is hilarious. And, Jared, you're the same. You predicted Kim and Penn 10th. Uh, Kristen, could be a prediction. Akbar and Sherry in 10th. Um, and your random-generated... <laughs> AI predict uh, the flight attendants. Yeah, not not oh. a great one for the AI there. Yeah. I don't know. Have they been to Scotland before? <laughs> they don't have that local knowledge. <laughs> they were there like maybe six months ago. So it's a little. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a lot of interesting choices. I mean, a lot of people have Arun and Natalia in eleventh, so it's like a close point for that as well. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of potentials out there. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see teams being idiots in another country now. And yeah, that's this episode. We did it. Uh, uh, How many awards? Two or three for this one? I think one for each of us. Oh, four. Perfect. Yeah. I hope it, I, that would be the best option because I'd hate to have to saw one in half or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
this is it. Uh, we hope to be doing continuous coverage of The Amazing Race this season. It might be a short season, so we try to get as much as we can out there. Hopefully, this is a good time slot to record and we can have everyone on. Um, if not, Are you going to write the episode or is that too much of a game? How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. Colin? I'm, I'm going with the same for both. I'm renting both. I think the second one's a better rent oh, than the no. first for a game. Oh, no. Wait, I got asked to play this game one time, and I went on, like, a 20-minute rant about, like, I'm not going to rent anything, but maybe I'll stream it on Netflix. (laughs) It was a whole thing. Like, I don't need to play this today. Colin, just, I'll I'll type my own predictions later. We'll we'll give it to you that way. My own reactions. So we can skip the game. (laughs) Uh, Jared, are you going to buy Rent or Bennett? Uh, This is a double rent. (laughs) Okay. Can we talk about how Phil is in love with Kim and Penn as well? Yeah. Like, he's rooting for them to win the whole thing. There's a lot of favoritism going on this season. Ageism, too. He just he just likes the older people. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe cast some more older people, Phil, and you, you'd have more of a chance. <laughs> well, isn't the casting older? Like, I think we noted that it's not, I mean, it's still pretty young, like a lot of 30s. Not but old there's... enough for Phil. <laughs> Yo, Phil's... Yeah, Phil's... 40s like, and up for Phil. If Arun and Natalia win, he's only going to congratulate Arun and Natalia's <laughs> going to go, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, his dream final three is uh, Arun, Kim and Penn, <laughs> and then I guess Akbar and Sherry because they're, I guess, older than some of the other teams. But now that we're done with the games, I guess we can end this episode. Uh, we've been dragging on. Uh, I, ha- I have before. one more note. Wait, I have one more note. Okay, fine, okay. fine. I Is checked, it wild? I, no. I checked, <laughs> well, kind of. I checked CBS.com. There is the episodes for the first two episodes. And then basically nothing else. If you click on the cast, it's still... Uh, season 32 if you click on news the top news is how and when to watch the amazing race season 32 so they are not interested in promoting the season at all they're only going to promote it when season 34 comes out (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally and rossi before we go let me give a plug to mine and jared's other podcast off the podium which has been nominated for yet another award after being mentioned in the new york times we're up for the Sports Podcast Awards in the Olympics and Paralympics category, which is voted on. So people can go to sportspodcastaward.com and they can vote for Off the Podium. We're currently number one in our category still, Jared, which I thought was maybe nobody's voting for this. But then I looked up the Sports Combat category and Chris Jericho's podcast is in sixth place. So we have more fans than Chris Jericho, apparently, <laughs> which also means if we win, I can claim to be the only Winnipegger to actually win in a sports podcast award. So please help us win and beat Chris Jericho. <laughs> As Rossi votes. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. what he's doing. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Definitely what he was doing. Podcast.wordpress.com, right? <laughs> sportspodcastawards.com <laughs> and we're up against here's what's even more impressive we're up against the official BBC and the official NBC Olympics podcast so we're going to beat major networks if we win this Fantastic. well thanks we would like some of the award because we deserve it well you promoted it clearly <laughs> yeah you're welcome <laughs> thanks, thanks for the shout out to the website link <laughs>
Yeah. What was it? Awards. Sports, Sports Podcast Awards.com. Awards.wordpress.com. It can't be that simple. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm overthinking it, but anyway. We're done. Kristen, thank you. Uh yep. Jared, thank you for showing up. Thank you. Colin, go see your kids to bed. I'll, I'll try. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oatmeal. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.